business is competitive and it's easy for entrepreneurs to get caught in a perfection cycle that keeps them from getting started or getting things done. That's what we'll talk about today, why you should aim for progress and not perfection. I'll share with you my top three tips to overcome perfectionism so that you can start or grow your business, your startup, because done is better than perfect. This is your Startup Advantage, where entrepreneurship is considered a team sport. I'm your host, Tanya Dreder, a former broadcast journalist turned entrepreneurship educator. Every week we explore the startup world investigate entrepreneurial strategies, habits, and mindsets, and search out expert advice. Be part of it. Subscribe on your favorite podcast player at StartupAdvantagePodcast.com. Welcome to Startup Advantage with me, Tanya. Thank you for joining me for episode number 13 and for letting me be your guide again today. How's your week been? I hope you're doing well, that you're safe, and that you're moving towards your business goals. Today, I want to support you if you've been struggling with perfectionism. I'll share some tips on how you can gently shift your focus from creating that perfect business or product or service or whatever project you're working on right now towards aiming for progress, for progress instead of perfection. In the world of business, there are many different opinions on perfectionism and there are strong cases both for and against it as a way of thinking or as an attitude. Apple's late Steve Jobs is famously known for being a compulsive perfectionist with an obsession for detail. Martha Stewart, the famous and very successful American media businesswoman, best known for her lifestyle brand, has said perfectionism was ingrained in her by her parents and played a significant role in her success. On the other hand, virgin mogul Richard Branson believes that while we all want to strive for perfection and doing the best we possibly can is admirable, We should, rather than spending all our time stressing about making everything 100% perfect, get on and do things. That's his words. Get on and do things. In today's podcast, that's what we'll focus on. How you can, as Branson says, get on and do things. We're narrowing it down because otherwise we'll talk for hours. Jobs' tendency for perfection certainly did create some of our favorite devices, so there is definitely a place for focusing on perfecting details. But let's not go there today. My purpose with this episode is to support you in moving forward consistently if you find yourself not getting things done. For far too many new entrepreneurs, the pursuit of perfection is what ultimately does them in, as it keeps them from getting started or getting things done in their business. In today's unpredictable and uncertain times, an entrepreneur's success often depends on their ability to adapt quickly to changing circumstances and contexts. Change can be difficult for perfectionistic entrepreneurs, who often believe there's a clear right and wrong way to do things. 
Inflexibility can cause creativity and innovation to suffer, which are two key things that are key in any business for growth. I like to think of entrepreneurs as similar to artists in a way. Just like artists get emotionally attached to their art, we consider our products and services often as our art and we get emotionally attached to the things we're trying to create or sell. So much so, sometimes, that what we're trying to create never comes to life because we're too afraid that it's not perfect or not good enough to bring to market. The definition most people use when they talk about perfectionism involves a person striving for flawlessness. Let's also look at the official term in the dictionary. I find it always gives me a deeper insight. According to the Oxford Dictionary, perfect is an adjective that means having all the required or desirable elements, qualities or characteristics as good as it is possible to be and to make something completely free from faults or defects. Merriam-Webster defines perfectionism as a disposition to regard anything short of perfection as unacceptable. My favorite description of perfectionism that I found is by Dr. Brene Brown, who has studied vulnerability, worthiness, shame, and courage. Uh, She's famous for her TED Talk on vulnerability. Maybe you've seen it. You might also know her from the Netflix special she did on courage. I highly recommend her work if you're not familiar with it. I'll place a link to the TED Talk in the show notes. So she calls perfectionism the 20-ton shield that we carry around thinking it's going to protect us from being hurt. Or in the case of being an entrepreneur, we can translate it to mean it's going to protect us from failing. But instead of doing that, she says it protects us from being seen. Or my translation of this idea for business owners, it keeps us from getting things done, from putting our products or services or business out there, from having our business being seen. If you're feeling perfectionism sometimes or often, don't feel alone. You're not the only one. In fact, When I looked into how common perfectionism in business is, I found that research from psychologist Paul Hewitt and Gordon Flett found younger generations, specifically Gen Z and millennials, are showing higher tendencies of perfectionism than previous generations. Not only that, those tendencies are increasing or becoming more prevalent as time goes on. The World Economic Forum believes that for younger generations in Canada, the US and the UK specifically, this increase in perfectionism stems from the constant evaluation and ranking they, or then we, receive from every aspect of society, in social media, education systems and the workplace, all of which puts pressure on young people to demonstrate our value and outperform our peers. I'm sure you're not surprised to hear this. It is our reality. We all want to strive for perfection. We all want to be known for being the best at something. And doing the best we possibly can is admirable. But being aware of our own limitations can also be liberating. 
That's what I'm hoping you'll realize today. Rather than spending all our time stressing about making everything 100% perfect, you can get on and get things done and then improve it in time. I believe there is a difference between perfectionism and high achievement. You can strive for excellence and not be a perfectionist. It's all about what you choose to focus on. And I want to challenge you today to strive for excellence instead of perfection by shifting your focus from doing things perfectly to getting things done so that it's good enough to serve a purpose. That's why you're an entrepreneur in the first place. To make things better, you have a purpose to deliver that product or that service that will help your community, that will fulfill a specific purpose. Being the analytical geek I am, I have to mention that like most things in life, perfectionism is not a matter of one size fits all. So maybe you fit somewhere on a spectrum. Perfectionism comes in degrees. At the mild end of the perfectionism continuum, perfectionists may criticize themselves endlessly over smaller details. They fail to execute just perfectly. And at the opposite end... Of the extreme, perfectionism can hold someone back from executing anything they truly want to do for their entire life because they just can't get to getting started. No matter what end of the spectrum you think you're on, perfection has no business in the world of a new entrepreneur who's just starting out. Moving at today's fast, interconnected and internet-based pace, you have to weigh the opportunity cost of letting perfectionism slow you down. If you won't produce something until it is perfect, you're not moving fast enough and you might never get to that point that will allow you to launch. The founder of LinkedIn, Reid Hoffman, is often quoted for saying, If you are not embarrassed by the first version of your product, you've launched too late. The core of this philosophy is what I want you to embrace. It's based on the concept of a minimal viable product or MVP, which is a product that is functional but has just enough features to sell. The point of a minimum viable product is not having all the bells and whistles, but to get it done, to get something out there so that you can get feedback from your customers in the real world. In everyday words, an MVP is your smallest product, program, or idea that you can execute. An MVP is not perfect. It is probably around 60 to 80% good enough. The concept is that once you have a working prototype, you execute it and put it into action. In your self-talk, perfectionism sounds like My website needs to be perfect before I can launch it. In order for my business to be a success, it needs to over-deliver on everything a potential customer might want. I can't launch until it looks just perfect and has tons of valuable content on it. This is my self-talk. This happened to me. Full disclosure. This was my struggle to get a website ready for you for this podcast because this is my passion project and I care so much about the outcome and the user experience, your experience. And I hadn't built a website before, so it's new and somewhat uncomfortable and challenging. And I'm so happy to say that 
I overcame perfectionism. I got it done. And that Startup Advantage podcast, the website, is now live. Is it perfect? No. Is it done? Yes. Does it have the basics that you as my listener will need? Yes. This is where you'll find the blog, the show notes, the book club, and more. Okay, (laughs) the more will come soon. You see, I've been trying to build a perfect website with all the bells and whistles for you because I care about your experience and I want to create a special community for us. But perfectionism has been holding me back, which is exactly why I'm talking about this with you today. I realized that I was allowing perfectionism to get in the way of me producing my MVP or minimum viable product for you. I also see this so often on the students that I work with. So I've shifted my attitude, as I often advise others to do, to the action of getting things done. Instead of having it be just perfect, the focus is on having it to be good enough. For now, it's good enough. It's progress. Will I improve on it? Absolutely. But this is a good place to start. Is there a project you're working on that you've been perfecting to the point of perfectionism? I want to help you overcome this, so I'm going to share with you how you can shift your focus from perfection to making progress, as I did. Here are my top three tips to overcome perfectionism to start or grow your business. Tip one, become self-aware enough to recognize perfectionism in yourself. Most of the time, we don't even realize that we're practicing a perfectionistic attitude. You may believe you have high standards and are striving for excellence. However, there is a difference between excellence and perfectionism. Here are three questions to help you identify whether you're leaning towards perfectionism. Do you find yourself missing deadlines because you can't get yourself to stop going over your work again and again to make improvements? Do you have an overwhelming fear of failure? Do you think that mistakes are dead ends instead of opportunities to improve? Think about this. Every time you feel slow in making progress toward a specific goal, to ensure you stay in touch with yourself and where you're at so that you can adjust your mindset and expectations. And if you answered yes to these questions, my next tip will help. Tip two is to look at the big picture. A lot of perfectionism is rooted in a feeling of overwhelm and being dragged down into the tiny details of matters or a task. When you catch yourself feeling overwhelmed by how much you still need to do before you can finish a task, refocus what you're focusing on and try and see the big picture instead so that you can stop criticizing yourself over the smaller details, the things that you would prefer to have improved, but that holds you back from actually getting things done or making progress. Or, in startup speak, focus on getting the minimum viable product you need out there. Get it started, get it done, and then improve on it as you get feedback in time. 
Does your product solve the problem for your ideal customer as is? If yes, the nice-to-haves can be added later. Move forward with what you have. Get it done. Make improving on it your next goal. This ties in with my next tip. Tip number three, set smaller, realistic goals. Perfectionists tend to be dreamers and can set goals that are out of their reach based on the resources they have access to or the time they have available. And this leads to frustration or a feeling of failure, which can hold you back. The solution to this is to start setting smaller, more realistic goals for your circumstances based on what resources you have access to. Realistic goals are goals that are just out of your reach. They require you to stretch, but will allow you to succeed. Once you reach your realistic goal, then set another goal that's just a little farther away. Keep going forward in this way and you'll soon realize that you're making a lot of progress without the stress and feelings of overwhelm. These three tips are a good place to start to beat perfectionism. The less you focus on perfection, the more you'll find yourself succeeding to get things done. So this coming week, when you're working on your goals, I'm challenging you. Make sure you're being self-aware enough to recognize perfectionism in yourself so that you can check yourself and adjust your mindset. Make sure you look at the big picture and remember what your overall goal is. What is that product or service that you're trying to get out there? And also, make sure you set smaller, realistic goals, stretch goals. But if there's one thing I want you to remember from this episode, it's this. Aim for progress, not perfection. Done is better than perfect. You can do it. You've got this. Make progress, not perfection. That's it for this episode. I'll hope you'll try these tips and that it will help you get things done. Thank you for letting me be your guide again today. Next week, we'll explore an idea that makes for interesting debate. Are entrepreneurs born or made? I hope you'll join me. This is your Startup Advantage, where entrepreneurship is considered a team sport. So please share it with a friend who will benefit from it by sending them a link to startupadvantagepodcast.com. Stay safe and have an amazing week.